because I'm back. I know you like that, listeners. The mid-range pod is back. <laughs> it's well your boy. Done. Great, great choice of intro music. <laughs> that was, that was an impulse intro. Thank you. I just came up with that on the spot. Um, we have all the okay, usual we can suspects end the pod here, now, and I think that's an A plus pod. <laughs> yeah, but we could just stop. I mean, go down from here. We just we just put this out there. We're officially back. We officially have a pod back out there, so everybody can be happy. Uh well I mean it's good to see everybody again we have uh we have CTs back with us how you doing CT doing real good um you know I just want to say since this is you know the shouts pod I'm gonna say shouts to the listeners for sticking with us and you know demanding that we put out another pod we understand <laughs> it's been a while it's true and we'll get to that we'll get to that but thank you for sticking with us That's all I'm gonna say shouts. Oh, and that's uh, that's Santa Fe Nate chiming in. Welcome back, Santa Fe. Thank you, Al. I'm glad we could. I'm glad we could get you between housework projects that your wife is making you do. Dude, <laughs> <It> never ends. <laughs> What's next on the docket? We probably just put carpet a, in Al's room today. Yeah, probably just a new house in general. Because they've pretty much done everything else at this house. Yeah, we're never leaving now because I <laughs> built it. You might as well just build an extension because you're never leaving. <laughs> All right, so, I mean, no excuses, but the reason why we haven't potted, potted in a while. I was going to say 80% of that's on me, probably. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I think the last like the last pod we did was, like. Wait, no, we should blame it on Max. No, yes. I think. Like, he's. He's in the tech stream, but he's not here to defend himself, so, like, it's definitely Max's fault. Well, it's Max's fault. It's definitely Max's fault, but yeah. other than that, I think our last pod was the 29th of uh, November, so then the holidays ha- well, then I had finals, <laughs> then the holidays happened, then our schedules just didn't work out. I mean, we're busy guys, I guess, and now yeah. we're back. Now it's the end of this. Now it's the last half or the last like twenty nine games. And we had like All Star Weekend, and I was so sick of listening to people talk about All Star Weekend. Yeah. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to add to that nonsense. So that I think is actually what it was. I think what it was. Really. We we hit the rookie wall. We did. We <laughs> did hit the rookie wall. That's good point. Good point. That's why you're the boss. No excuses though. Right there. <laughs> um. So I guess, I mean, this is our typical Sunday Shouts pod that we're going to do. Uh, I guess the first thing that we have to shout out is probably Anthony Davis's performance tonight. What did he have, 59 and 20? So I guess that's Good a pro- numbers. I guess that's a productive game. You can usually get a win with that. Um, so I mean, What did they win by? I didn't even see the final. I, don't, I think they only won by like five. That's a close game. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, one eleven, one oh six, or something like that. Well, I mean, Children's gotten one more point. Well, yeah, and like if you score fifty nine, like, I mean, is it really that impressive if you only win by five? <laughs> <laughs> it is the Pelicans, so honestly, anyway. <laughs> yeah, how bad are the Pelicans? Who's the more disappointing team this year? The Wizards, the Pelicans, or the Rockets? Mm, probably the Rockets. 
I'll probably have I to say the Rockets. Rock. They were my first round pick in that wins total league. Which you are in the lead of, by the way. That's a, that is a good question, though. All three of those teams, like, super disappointing. Right. I mean, because if you think about two. it, obviously, obviously the Rockets, uh, Western, I, Con- Western Conference Finals yeah. last year, they're predicted for what, like 54 wins this year? Wait, what was the third wins? one you said? Pelicans. Pelicans. I would say I would say Rockets because they haven't had like I don't think it's a huge excuse for any of them, but like the Wizards have had some health concerns, the Pellies have had some health concerns, the Rockets just suck. That is true. I mean, they're are they are they an eighth right now in the West? I know they're having around that. Yeah, I know. Right before their break, they're an eighth in the West, which. When we did our when we did our uh, playoff predictions, when I egregiously picked the T Wolves to make the playoffs, forgetting that they had Sam, <laughs> <laughs> forgetting I that, about that forgetting that they had Sam Mitchell as a coach, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty we're all sure like, I'm oh, not- the Rockets will be fine. The Rockets are not fine. They might, I mean, they might not make the playoffs. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't say the Suns would make the playoffs. I think I might have. I think I might have. <laughs> Just I'm pretty bro- sure I got just ruthlessly made fun of because I like went chalk. <laughs> yeah, had, well, you picked. I'm the- pretty sure I took heat for like three pods because I didn't pick the T Wolves in the playoffs. Yeah, well, you picked the Grizzlies, and you know how I feel about the Grizzlies. That's true. And I, I mean, I, I definitely. I think, don't- I think I said Suns too, Connor. I think you said Grizzlies and Suns. Yep. <laughs> I think I might have said Blazers and T Wolves. Which, no, I I might have said Blazers. You might have said Blazers we too, but I'm not gonna. Blazers, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna give you credit on that though. I said Blazers. <laughs> Griffey. <laughs> that is the fourth member of the podcast. <laughs> Griffey voices his opinion. That means that he had he had Suns T Wolves as well, and he's not pleased with this pick. <laughs> um, uh, no, yeah, I would say Rockets most disappointing out of those three. I would like, agree. They, and I, I don't know. It's so funny that they couldn't get. It sounds like they tried to trade Dwight, or they were listening, but like nobody wanted nobody him. Wants him. That's just hilarious. It, I'm so happy. Well, I mean, as as Buck season ticket holder, Santa Fe, I'm so glad that they didn't get Dwight Howard That's because true. I That's just true. hate watching Dwight Howard play basketball. Um, I don't even really understand what they would have offered or why they tried to go after him. Yeah, I don't understand either. Sunday shouts. Can we say shouts to our uh, Bucks season ticket holder crew because the Bucks are undefeated against the spread and straight up when we go to the games. True. We, we've won a lot of money on the Bucks. Yeah. So shout, shouts to us, really. I mean, Yeah. Shouts to everybody, shouts to everybody that, that believed in the Bucks to buy season tickets even though they're not that great. But that gives us to CT's, I think, shout, even though he's infringing on my territory. Who are you shouting out, CT? Well, I don't want to take... I'll let you have this one. It's fair. This is your train. Um, before I do that, though, I guess I can alter my shout. I'll go shouts to the rookies this year. Ooh, good. And we got we got a good rookie class, and there's nothing I love more than a good rookie class. Um, As you said that, D'Angelo Russell just hit a step back three on the Bulls. Perfect, perfect shout. I saw that too. Um, <laughs> shouts. Yeah, that's all we need. Yeah, is this like? I mean, this is one of the most productive rookie classes in like. From like one to, there were just so many solid players, like one through twenty. Right, I mean one. I mean I'm, at, <clears throat> I'm at least thinking like one all the way down to. Devin Booker having really. I mean, very good to to good players for their teams. Right, I mean the the right <laughs> one there, Devin Griffey. Booker, Trey Lyles, and uh, Miles Turner. 
all went together. Yeah. Campaign went a little later than that, and he's looking good. Uh, Rashad Vaughn of the Bucks actually was. looked like a basketball player this weekend. And so I was very excited. Who? Rashad Vaughn of the Bucks. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the one that looks worst out of all that is our boy Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> and he's, I mean, he's, I mean, he has some okay games. But he's fine. Like, hey, shut up, score. dude. It's so funny, like, if he, if they, think if, think if the Hornets would have took four first-rounders from Boston. Yeah. For that pick. The Hornets, they were, like, where they would have moved back to, they would have gotten, like, Devin, Devin Booker, Booker. And then, just all these firsts, and now they got Frank. Which is great, I love Frank. But, like. I think I would rather have four, four first-rounders and Devin Booker than Frank. <laughs> yeah, you might be on to something with that. <laughs> I think I, I think I could have made that work. They really wanted Frank. Maybe they saw his his dance, like when he teached me how to Bucky on the Cole. Like I mean, those are intangibles. That is true. Um, I'd like to give a shout, I guess, to not the game, but to All Star Weekend and our boys uh, Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine reviving the dunk contest. I I hear groans. Oh, no, that was just, like, a satisfied, like, internal <laughs> noise. I don't know what you would call it, but it was it was a positive noise. I mean, the game was obviously... I usually like, hard. I, I usually like the game because it's close in the fourth, and then they start trying, and they put out, like, the best ten guys in the NBA, and they just go out and try to win. But this game was just so out of whack to begin with that they just were chucking threes in the fourth to try to get to 200 points. Which I fully support, by the way. The, oh, speaking of threes, the three-point contest was great. It was. Very much enjoyed it. Chris Middleton didn't really represent, though. No. Well, Nate and I have been watching Chris Middleton shoot threes, and we knew that he <laughs> was, he didn't have a chance to win that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we may have had some wagers on over-under his threes and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. He... He is like the most unpredictable buck. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, he could go for 35 or he could go for six. And then, like, one game he was at six points halfway through the fourth quarter and ended with, like, 28. Like, we, I just never know what he's going to do. Well, it just all depends on his shot. I mean, if he, if he's hitting, I have faith in him. If he, if he misses his first four shots, he might as well just pack it in for the night because he's clanking them to the top of the Bradley Center. He might take the most number of shots where, like, none of them are the lowest percentage are layups. Like, everything he shoots is either a three or, like, a turnaround jumper off, the, off like, a post-up. Yeah. I don't know if I've, like, seen him take a layup. I haven't either. Like, thinking about it. <laughs> he shoots, like, 18 times a game. That's a good point. Uh-huh. Speaking of the Bucks, I'd like to shout out Jabari Parker for his coming out party over the last month. There it is. Uh, <laughs> Especially after the break. I was going to say, second, wait, so kind of tying right into that, again, shouts to the Bucks season ticket holders because I feel like we're responsible for that. Yep. We, we believed in Bari over 11 and a half, and he did that in like the first. Oh, no. Mid- quarter, and he never looked back. You all right over there, Al? Me and Griffey were playing tug of war, and he pulled my computer off the 
off my stand. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Um, <laughs> what a bod. What a bod. We're shaking the rust off. We're after the break. Wait. Can we, can we, uh, I want you guys to go into your, because it may have changed now. I know we were talking about if you have to trade one of them, Barry or Giannis, and you guys had a slightly different opinion. I mean, you well, agreed on most except all of it. Well, my opinion was that just you shouldn't trade either of them. Um, one of us thinks that you should trade Giannis. That would be me. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna run from my opinions. That would be me. But one of us is clearly wrong over here. Um, but what I was saying was that for those of you, those of us that may believe Giannis is the one that should be shown the door, um, my <laughs> argument was that he's the type of player that it doesn't matter um, who you pair with him. Granted, he can't really shoot right now at all. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be able to shoot. You said right now, pretty quick there, Connor. Right. Um, he might, right. That's, it's possible. You might not he, ever be able to he really shoot. But he can really play small forward, power forward. There I are think probably teams where you can play him at center. Um, they played him without a point guard the other night and had to bring the ball up the floor. So I'm I just saying, like, has like he has so many skill sets and he's so malleable, and he's only 21. Like, it shouldn't matter who you're pairing him with. I don't want to waver on my stance, but I think the real problem is just Greg Monroe in the middle. Because when Greg right. Monroe has been in the lineup and they start those two and leave Greg Monroe on the bench, they just start out the game so much better. And it allows them to slash, etc., which is the strength of both of their games. And my initial thing was, you had to trade one of them. And I said Giannis, because I believed in Jabari being able to shoot more so than Giannis ever being able to shoot, just because they were the same type of player and they weren't being able to be utilized to their full potential. They have no spacing on the floor until they bring in, like, Bayless or Mayo. Right. They, like, Carter Williams, Carter Williams, Yeah, he's bad. And the thing about Carter Williams is is he has zero trade value now. Even though, what we give away to get him? Too much. Brandon Knight or the or the Laker pick. Yeah, or the Laker pick. So I mean not I mean not much, I guess. <laughs> but I mean that's a debate uh, for another hand, time. Shout out to Dub for scoring like eight straight points to start overtime number two last night. Yeah, I guess that's when he's I guess that's when away. he's at his best when everybody else has played fifty minutes and he can get them when they're tired. Hey <laughs> you gotta have somebody that can take advantage of those kind of situations. Uh I mean, I, I guess since we talked about trade value, we had to talk about the trade deadline. Maybe we have a we have a lawyer a loyal listener question for the pod. It comes from our favorite Pisties fan, Kyle, but it's not about the Pisties. <laughs> it's about the Celtics. We'll get to the Pisties because they had an active deadline. But Kyle asks, are the Celtics just insulting teams? By offering them a mashup of role players and draft pick for star players. Kind of like kind of like guy who's Okay, anyways. Kind of like the guy whose team sucks at fantasy and offers you three garbage players for your best player. That's Kyle's view on the Celtics. Do you agree? I thought you were gonna say that's Kyle's strategy. <laughs> that is Kyle's strategy. I a great, a great insult I, to a, to a listener question. I mean I have been that guy that's offered Kyle three garbage players for like 
his best Maybe running back. Maybe him like passive aggressively just calling you a loser. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I didn't. You know, have... I think we've all been that guy that's offered three garbage players for a star player. So there's nothing wrong with it. But uh, but are the Celtics really like? I feel I feel like I like what they're doing because they're just waiting for somebody that they're going to get cheap. But also the the garbage people they're sending like Jake. Jay Crowder, Avery Bradley. I mean, who knows who they package? But like, those guys are good. Oh, like, they're, it's not like they're. It's not like they're bench player. Like they're either they're your fourth or fifth starter in that, or like a six man or something like that. But like, I don't know. I think because um, what was one of the popular ones that was hypothetical? Like Blake Griffin. Yeah, and I so mean, said, I like, think I think they're gonna. Trade away the Brooklyn pick for somebody. I mean, either I don't know if they're going to be able to get Boogie, but they'll they'll trade him for Kevin Love or try to trade him for Blake or somebody like that. Yeah, I mean, like I think it makes more sense to wait. Sorry, Connor, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say I think it makes more sense to wait until the lottery happens, and then you know what that pick. Yeah, because I like if it's number one, then they if they want. Or, yeah, I don't think that they're necessary. Like, I just think they're being patient. Like, I, I don't see it as like they're being assholes. Like, no, you need to give me this, this, and this. They're just like, uh, no, pass. Like, I'll wait because you're right. Like, what if that Brooklyn pick is two? I mean, right. now it's, then it's probably you know Brandon Ingram, but it's still a good pick. Yeah. But I mean, they've got so many assets, and they're the ones kind of in a position of power. So, yeah, they have so many guards. Like, I mean, I I think that you could package one or two of them. They have so many picks. They have like the they had the so they had the Celtics pick, their own pick, the Dallas pick, and then they have like the first like three or five picks in the second round too. They just have so many picks. But I think I that's, think it makes sense that uh, I mean we saw it last year that if you trade aside from Rasheed Wallace, um, <laughs> you know trading someone at the, at the deadline doesn't really they don't just fit in you know with your team right right away. So it just seems like it makes more sense to do stuff in the offseason when you can really incorporate somebody in. Well, and the, CB, and the CBA makes more sense in the offseason because expiring contracts mean nothing anymore because people really don't have to like, balance their books at the deadline because, okay, you'll pay you, your 5000 your $5 million over the cap. You're going to pay a tax on it. But then the next year after the moratorium, you're going to be like $25 million under the cap with the same with the same roster. So it's like... Why would you trade anybody? Why would you get expiring contracts? They don't even matter anymore because it goes up twenty well, million. Contracts are so short now. You know, it's a five-year max, or else uh, otherwise everything else is four. Yeah, they were saying like it used to be like years were bad. Now it's like years are good because right. now you don't want to trade. You want to trade for something that you have a little more control of, especially with contracts that were signed under the last before the cap is about to spike. So now they all look like. Just bargains. Yeah. So you right. If anybody signed like a four year deal or five year deal this off season, yeah. um, like that's going to be like one of the best people you could best yeah. contract you could have probably. Well, and it's like they're saying like Tobias Harris. Like that's a perfect example. Shouts Kyle Pisties. Yep. But like perfect example of like you have years on that, and now like it was a, it was a good contract before, and moving forward it's going to be even better. Yeah. Let's get into because what's the- he at like thirteen. Uh, he has $48 million left on his contract. Over three years? Yeah. Okay. So okay. $16 million a year? Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I thought it was a little lower It's going that. down, too, each yeah. year. So, that's fine. 
Nate, how do you feel about the Bulls? Are they reeling you back in? Oh, God. Uh, they, dude. Mick how bad Buckets do you hate the Bulls just, front office? They're they. I just ugh. They're frustrating. Um, I like get so pumped to watch them some games, and then, ugh. I. Why'd you guys have? What you had to throw that at me? It's late. <laughs> they just beat the Lakers, but uh, I like oh, that. Congr- congrats. I know, no, I know. Um, but they like McDermott had thirty, which is obviously a not a consistent thing. But like it, sh- I hope that it shows that they're going to start using him a little differently, like kind of moving him into that Dunleavy role. Yeah, but why didn't they trade Powell? Trying to get shots. What? Why didn't they trade Powell? That makes. Oh, I don't know. And then like, they, they said should, they're going to. And, they, and they said they're going to resign him. What are they doing? <laughs> why would they do that? Like, ah, oh, I just. This team is not going anywhere. Why would you not trade Powell? I mean, I agree with you. I thought that was for sure they're going to trade Powell for like a player and a pick. and Costa Kufis for Powell. I think that was the trade. Why wouldn't you do that? Jimmy Butler's hurt. Run McLemore in there. See if you can turn him into a serviceable like sixth man and then not play Jimmy 41 minutes and 58 seconds a game. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't trade Powell. Or, I mean, I guess they traded Heinrich, so. Yeah, right. for a second. All right. That's he, He'll probably re-sign next year. Yeah. Like, just back with the Bulls. I mean, Mr. Bull, he, he, you can never get him away. Um, no, yeah, so their front office is just really confusing. I am not so sure of Hoiberg. Um but it seems like they just like fell back into what they were doing last year. So I don't know if that's necessarily Hoiberg or if I don't know. I this team's frustrating. <laughs> Very indecisive opinions by yeah. the Bulls. I, I think um, I, I mean I can hear the frustration in Nate's voice. I mean it's kind. Of, I mean it kind of makes me sad. D Rose looked good tonight. I guess it's just uh, uh, give up on D Rose, dude. Come on, I can't because I'm. He's going to be here still. <laughs> it's like the uh, worst relationship you could ever possibly have. So uh, back into it. Yeah, no, it, it is like I'll just give up, and then I'll be like, "Oh, McDermott had thirty, and E Rose looked okay, and then they're gonna lose to like the Wizards with John Wall out or something. Like it's just they'll just drop a game that they shouldn't, and then it's just frustrating." It's just, I don't know. I don't even know what to think anymore. All I know, like, I want them to miss the playoffs. I want them to get a better draft pick. They've been okay. Like, Bobby Portis will play 40 minutes one game and then, like, 18 the next, and I don't know. God, I hate you for bringing this up. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nate's going to go walk into his in this lake in his backyard. <laughs> he's just depressed. Cinder block shoes. <laughs> um, any other any other shouts tonight? Any anything else on your guys' mind? Um, let me look here. Feel I'm, free to fill it with uh, any any shouts you might have. Well, I, I mean, I was just gonna talk about a possible discussion that we that that Kyle, loyal listener Kyle, and I were having about the composition of a winning team. And what you need to win a championship these days, 
as in a roster. But that's for another time because that's an extensive debate. Wait, I think. Wait, weren't we talking about this? Yeah. How you need? Wait, was was he? What side was he on? I said that you need two. I said that you pretty much need two superstars. And, and he, he said, said, no, you don't. And he cited one team in the last 30 years. And he cited, no, he's, he cited, no, he's going to be mad because I'm framing this in, in my, <laughs> in, in, in my life. But this is, this is who he cited. He cited the 2014 Spurs. Well, <laughs> and the 2004 Pisties. And then he said the two, five superstars. And then the 2009, the 2009 Orlando Magic that didn't win a title with Dwight Howard. <laughs> And then he also cited last year's Golden State Warriors. So, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't want to get into this debate right now. With with, a, I mean, because Kyle will say, "Oh, I'm going to call in and defend myself." But I mean, I just said, look at everybody this year who's in the running, and they all have two superstars, at least. And he said, Except "The Bulls. The Bulls are really just going with D Rose." He but. said, "In the running." <laughs> I know, I know. I was being, I, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but that's a debate for a different day because, I mean, it's it, it comes like how do you define a superstar? I guess, but I would say just to give my quick eight second thoughts on it, um, you either need like two superstars, you know, kind of like the Thunder, or three Hall of Famers, or a historically like, or constructed team, <laughs> or like three. I mean, or if you have like you know when the Heat had three. Obviously, that was huge. Um, otherwise, I feel like you need like a really good system or continuity in place. Yeah. Just so that guys are you know super familiar with playing with each other. Um, but even then, or it's just that you won. get the most. You get so like if you have a really good continuity and system, then you're getting the most out of all the players that you have. And still, then you need like just. I mean, you still need superstar and yeah. seven other really good players. Yeah. So you so so pretty much you need the MVP and Steph Curry, and then I I argue that Draymond last last playoffs was a rising superstar i mean he had like he averaged like 15 and 8 in the playoffs and he does stuff that nobody else can do and then clay thompson's a star so i mean and all those people are so complimentary to one another that like you have like the mega mega star and Steph, and then a rising i mean what would you call draymond i mean some people might not call him a superstar but in my mind he does so many stuff that other people can't do that he's very valuable to that team uh, Connor, now, now he's a star, but last year you might not have said that. Yeah, but, but, Connor, like, Connor, like, but like, who's a who? Who's a great system that wins without a super? Like, because like, who would you say then? The Spurs? Who else? The Warriors? Right, Spurs. I mean, the Spurs are the best example. You could say yeah, the Warriors are kind of an example, but you could also Young, make Nobley, Kawhi Leonard, um, Tony Parker. Like, they had stars that make that system so much easier to run. Right, but you wouldn't have said, you wouldn't have said any of those players were like a top ten player. But you I mean, know, you have I mean, those are four all stars that you have on your starting lineup, plus like the best power forward of all time and like the greatest coach, one of the greatest coaches. So I mean, I kind of made the historically constructed team argument to him too, because I mean that could be said for like the two thousand four Pistons as well. I mean they had like four superstars or four all stars starting. But that's a debate so for a different had time. Five all stars that year because I remember they ran them all at the same time during the All Star game. Yeah, so I mean, I guess that's a good I team. Did, I didn't have a lot going on back in '04. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, but that's a debate for a different time because we're gonna post this, and loyal listener Kyle will be texting <laughs> me when once he gets to the 22 minute mark of this and saying that 
I I misquoted him. I framed the issue wrong. What's like uh um? We'll give him a chance to defend himself in 2018 at our next pod. <laughs> Uh, he can defend himself at, in our uh, pre-draft pod <laughs> when, we get, when we get around to it. But in all seriousness, we're going to pod soon because Uncle Gary wants to get on. Uncle Gary is currently doing adult cardio, so he wasn't able to join us tonight. Um, what's our What's our Uncle Gary pod? It's uh, Western Conference Western, mascot teams? Yeah, Western Conference mascots teams. <laughs> <laughs> Best idea ever, part two. I believe yep. that's the actual official name. That's a great tease, Al. Al, it's a great tease. People are going to be coming back. <laughs> subscriptions, are, subscriptions are through the roof. Uh, it's it just called a dramatic pause. I've, I'm pretty People much perfected. signing up for notifications. Like, I've pretty, I pretty much perfected it. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud. Stitcher. We're not on Stitcher. Yep. I think we're on that too. We're I on mean, Stitcher? We're I, don't know how to up, I don't know how to upload to iTunes. It's all up there. Wait, we I should. Start, I think I can uh, just go in and do it. Oh. We should start doing like a sponsorship read, and then like <laughs> send, them, just send it to them. Be like, and just send, like, just bill them. Like, <laughs> hey, we. There were there were five listeners to this, and that was a twenty second read. So if you want to send us like twelve fifty, that'd be great. If you just send just us enough, like just enough to cover our premium SoundCloud membership, which is like six dollars a month. Yeah, we, I mean, we actually signed up for that right before we took our hiatus. <laughs> so, um, with a, I mean, with nothing else, I guess uh, that's it for our for our welcome back pod after the hiatus. Any any last words from the boys? Nope. Um, I would say a final shout would be to the Almost Warriors, aka the Blazers, for beating the Warriors the other night. Uh, just proving that. The pod gets everything right, pretty much. That's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> See you then, All right. Latest on the men, Jay. <laughs>